I love the sinner. But Christ came to die for us so we could repent of sin. So we can change from our ways. We're not to continue in this life in sin. We're to turn from sin. How many enter into eternal life? Few. And set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise also, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion. It's interesting that they, he puts this in there. At the end of all these terrible sins, he talks about those that despise dominion. What does it mean to despise dominion? It means you despise authority. That's why I told my director, I said, listen, if they show up late, they're not serving. If they don't follow the rules, they're not going to participate. Because otherwise, we're allowing people to despise dominions. Amen. Rules are not to be broken. Rules are to be kept. We don't have grace to break the law. We have grace to keep the law. You're not under the bondage of law. You're free to be led by the Spirit. But as most of you have been here for quite some time, we've studied this before. And we know that there are more commandments under the New Testament than there are under the Old Testament. Amen. Praise God. Now, what is the truth about grace? What's the truth about the message? Go to Titus chapter 2. We're almost done. Are you all enjoying this this morning? Titus chapter 2. I got lots more notes, but we'll just put a pause on it. Anybody going to come back next Sunday? Take a little more? Hallelujah. Titus 2 verse 11. What's the truth about grace? Are you all there? Verse 11. Let's read it out loud. Ready? Read. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Woo! How are we supposed to live? Soberly, righteously, and godly. In this present world, Romans tells us that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Should you enjoy your life? Oh, man, if you're not enjoying it, you're not doing it right. Jesus came to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. If you're not having abundant life, that ain't his fault. You just got to figure out how to do it. Amen. There's a right way to do it. And you can do it so you enjoy your life. Glory to God. Amen. Now, let's go to... Mm, I'll skip a lot of these notes for you. Come back to it another time. Let's go to uh, 1 John chapter 1. Mm, on your way to 1 John, stop at Hebrews chapter 12. Can you take three more scriptures? Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 12. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Faith is important. Without faith, you can't receive grace. Hallelujah. 
Hold your finger in Hebrews and go back to Romans chapter 8. I told you I'd give you two, re two ways to stay free from condemnation. You ready for it? You say, yeah, and then I'm going to duck out of here. Now, I'll just wait a few more minutes. We're going to have communion today. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah! Is that the end of the verse? Do we stop there? Is there no condemnation to them that are in Christ? Oh, that was good. You all stalled, didn't you? No, we have to qualify it, don't we? It's not just those who are in Christ. Because if you were to say that, then you'd say anyone who says they're born again is in Christ. Is anyone who's born again in Christ? Is anyone who's born again the Son of God? No, you've got to be led by the Spirit. What's another way of saying that we're led by the Spirit? Keep reading. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So you could say it like this. There's no condemnation to them who walk in the Spirit. So there's two main ways to stay free from all condemnation. Go to uh, 1 John chapter 1. Glory to God. First John 1. And let's look at verse 7. Verse 7 says, If we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. So number one to stay free from condemnation is faith in the blood of the Lamb. Number one, faith in the blood of the Lamb. When you sin, what do you need to do? You need to repent. You need to change. And, and what do you need to do to receive forgiveness? You need to go to the blood. What can wash away my sin? What can make me whole again? What can wash away your sin? Is it works? Three Hail Marys, two rosaries, Two dollars and light a candle. What can wash away your sin? What do you need? Romans chapter 3 says that we are to have faith in the blood of Jesus. And then what's number two? To stay free. Because how many have figured it out by now that if you sin and you confess it and you receive the forgiveness of sin, but then you do it again, what have you entered back into? Condemnation. Right? So when we know, James tells it like this. James says, if you know to do good and don't, it is. So number two is to walk in the light that you have. Walk in the light that you have. If you know in your heart that drinking booze is, is bad and sin, then you better stop. Amen. 
Now, if you're not at the place, and you, you know, for, for you, it seems to be okay at this point, and you don't have scripture and verse, again, it's not man that condemns. It's not God that condemns. It's Satan. If you're under condemnation, there's a reason for it. So you better seek the Lord and find out. But if you walk in the light, if you walk in the word that you have, you'll stay free from condemnation. If you'll have faith in the blood, you'll stay free from condemnation. Notice he says, if we walk, if we have, uh, verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from how much sin? What about, do, do we ever commit sins that we don't realize we're committing? Yeah. And the ones you don't realize you're committing, what's happening to those sins? They're being cleansed by the blood. What about the sins that you know you are committing? No, you have to repent. You have to change. And if you don't change, then you'll get the wages of that sin. And the wages of sin is death. Glory to God. So number one, faith in the blood. Number two, walk in the light that you have. In other words, how, what's another way of saying that? Walk in the Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 12. Two more verses. Anybody get anything out of this today? Hallelujah. Hebrews 12, one of my favorite scriptures. Verses 14 and 15. Uh, 16 too. Follow peace with all men and holiness. What are we supposed to follow? Peace and holiness. What's holiness? For God is holy. In other words, God is free from sin. Without which, without this holiness and peace, no man will see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Can you fail of God's grace? How would someone fail of God's grace? Are you saved by grace? Not alone. What do you have to have? So how would someone fail of God's grace? Now with faith. What were the three examples we looked at in Jude? How did they fail? Because they didn't believe. Right? Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for a morsel of meat sold his birthright. For we know that afterwards, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. What was God looking at? Why was he rejected? His heart. For he found no place of repentance. What does that mean? Does that mean he repented? He found no place of repentance. Did he want to repent? No. What did he want? He wanted his father to change his mind. He wanted Jacob to give him the birth, or excuse me, he wanted uh, Isaac to give him the, the birthright instead of Jacob. But he wouldn't do it. 
Why? Because his heart was wrong. What if Esau had gotten his heart right and really changed? God would have blessed him. Guaranteed. Why? Because we see that in the scripture. We see that God will, 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 will bless those who diligently seek him. Everyone who seeks shall, everyone who knocks, the door shall be opened. Everyone who asks shall receive. God is not a respecter of persons. If he had repented, God would have blessed him. Amen. Now, let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 11. In the name of Jesus. We have an awesome privilege available to us. The first time I ever heard it worded like this was from Sister Gloria Copeland. And she said that one of the greatest blessings we have as believers is that we can judge ourselves. If we will judge ourselves, what will we avert? Let's read it. Verse 21. Well, verse 28. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Of course, this is referring to communion, and we're about to receive communion in just a minute. Music, folks, you can come. Ushers, you can get into position. We're going to receive communion in just a few moments. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. If you're watching us by internet, just go ahead and get yourself a little juice and a cracker or whatever you got. You can take communion with us. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily. How would you eat and drink unworthily? Your heart's not right. Remember, what's God looking at? The heart. And if you partake of the precious uh, bread that represents the body of Jesus and you drink of the juice that represents his blood and your heart's not right, you're eating and drinking what? What's condemnation mean? Judgment. In other words, you had an opportunity to do what? To repent. To What's repent mean? To change. But what did you do? Made excuses? Covered it up? Said it ain't that deep? Didn't reverence it? Didn't fear the things of God? And thought you could just do what you wanted to do? And then what did you eat unto yourself? Condemnation. Judgment. Not discerning the Lord's body. Another way of doing that is getting into strife with your brother. Getting into strife with your mother, your father, your husband, your wife. You get into strife with them, you've now got the manifested presence of the devil. And you need to repent of that. You need to change. Amen. For this reason, that's what the word cause means, verse 30. For this reason, put your eyes on it, we're almost done. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you. And many sleep. What's that word sleep mean? It's necrosis in the Greek. It means die. Their bodies die. They don't die. Hopefully they go home to be with the Lord in heaven. Amen. Remember, God's not trying to keep people out of heaven. Understand what I'm talking about here. Folks that, that, that take condemnation unto themselves and die early doesn't necessarily mean that they miss heaven. You with me? God's more merciful and gracious than we possibly can realize. Amen. 
The Bible talks about if you built things on wood, hay, and stubble, and you've got a bunch of junk in your life, he says that in the day of judgment, those things will be tested by fire, yet the person's soul will be saved. So if there's any possibility, God is going to get them in. Verse 31, for if we would judge ourselves, who are the ones that don't get in, by the way? It's not the ones that just are, are full of, of the flesh and weaknesses of the flesh. Who are the ones that don't get in? They go all the way to the point with sin that they stop believing, even denying the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and in Jude, where he says that, denying the Lord Jesus Christ, he's not talking about leaders, he's talking about believers. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. Now we know the word judged is crisis, test and trial. Does God judge you? No, he doesn't. When the devil brings judgment from condemnation, we are what? Chastened of the Lord. In other words, in the middle of the judgment, in the middle of the condemnation, God is still good. And he's right there to instruct you and teach you and give you mercy and help you get through it. God doesn't judge you. He can't, he can't bring that on you because he doesn't have it. Amen. Tests and trials come from the devil. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Praise God. So we have an awesome privilege that we can judge ourselves. We can check our own hearts and stay free from this stuff. How many of us as Christians need to change? Every single one of us. Can we walk free from condemnation every day? Absolutely. What do we need? Faith in the blood? Come on. And walk in the light that you have. If you needed more light, God will give it to you. Don't worry about that. Just believe and trust God. Amen.